0: There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire.
1: From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail.
0: Macklin Motors Toyota opens this October in Hamilton.
1: We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service.
0: So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty.
1: Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV.
0: See our great choice of approved used Toyotas.
1: Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux.
0: Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians.
1: And Specialist advice from our motability team.
0: Macklin Motors Toyota opens Monday, October the seventeenth, at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go, go.
3: Well, do you know, we're with Barry Ferguson and Stephen McGinn, the captain of Falkirk. This is the last weekend of Scottish Premiership football without VAR. So it's the end of the old days of, this is pre-VAR, but only for another seven days. And what a seven days or 48 hours it's been for Scottish football? The big two back in action this weekend and they need and want to bounce back. Champion Celtic at home to Hibs tomorrow. Rangers at Motherwell, Sunday at noon we're going to hear from Giovanni Van Bronkhast, but also from Ange Postecoglou, who's been speaking today saying his team does deserve to be in the Champions League and anyone suggesting otherwise has an agenda really interesting stuff from the Celtic manager Barry you've had 48 hours since I saw you you, me, Mark Guidi at the Radisson Red
4: 7-1, heaviest ever defeat at home how are you feeling about it now? um still still painful it's a painful result paul um it was a sore one for for rangers no doubt about it first 45 minutes we spoke about it at half time we were mm-hmm. watching the game um i thought rangers were really in it and then the second half obviously liverpool turned the burners on and um they got that second goal and then the third one and then you're thinking right rangers need to just shut up shop basically and don't concede anymore but they were pretty naive in in that part and and listen it, it they suffered that um, a terrible 7-1 defeat so now the dust settled they need to look forward to Sunday there's a tough game at third part and they need to make sure they get three points Paul now have you changed your mind about anything you know you were angry GVB said afterwards it was
3: silence in the dressing room pretty much he didn't
4: have much to say what do you feel about that was that the wrong call yeah but I think Stephen will agree with me I've had managers that have come in and have a, an absolute pop at us, a go at us. And also I've had managers that have been really quiet and, and no say's a word and then that gets you thinking. So I can understand that it was still rot at that stage probably for Gio and the players and he thought that was the best thing to do and you've got to respect that. But I'm sure they would have been in the following day and they would have been through the game and, and all sorts of things would have been said in the in the team meeting. So I can understand why nothing was says, as I said, because you're just after suffering a heavy defeat. And let's not forget against a, a top-class team, Paul, um, you've seen the three subs that they brought on. Um, Thiago, Jota, yeah. Mo Salah and then Andy Robertson mm. come on um, later on. Um, so the, the difference in the in the gulf and the quality of the squads is, is there for everybody to see. Um, but still, I, I'm sure the Rangers are hurting with the amount of goals they conceded. Do you think the criticism of the manager from some of the Rangers fans has been over the top? I can understand the Rangers fans been angry, yeah, but in terms of... They want Gio out, I I still think he he should be given time. Listen, they're only two points behind Celtic in the league. They've still got a quarter-final next week against Dundee to come to make sure they get into the semi-final. And um, I I think he'd done enough last season to show that he's um, he's more um, than capable of being a Rangers manager. I still believe he's a good manager and I still believe he should get the time.
3: Stephen you watched both games I'm sure you were with us at the Radisson Red the week before for our podcast you were there with John Hartson what about Celtic the other night what would you say disappointed that they lost out they were they were the favourites going into that game
5: yeah well I think you've seen the quality of Leipzig have got yeah. I mean as a whole it was a bit of a frustrating week for, for Scottish football three nights were uh, disappointing um, obviously spells in the game you could see Leipzig's class but I th- I think and I think that's why Ange Postecoglou comes out so frustrated today I think um, the missed chances at that level is really really hurting them and you probably looks on the face of it at one point from the four games in, in all games that you're thinking they could have done better
3: What about Hearts last night? I see your brother John on mm. the Daryl Curry podcast has been talking about maybe he could have been at Hearts before he went to Hebs
5: Yeah it was an interesting one because yeah. it's one of those that comes up and I genuinely didn't know anything about the Hearts one uh, I remember the Dundee United one because obviously at the time the, one, the guy they chose to sign instead uh, Rodney Snyder didn't turn out to be a huge success, no. um, but the hearts, the hearts one I actually didn't know about. And I phoned John today and I said, What happened there? And he just said that there was initial interest. I remember at the time, John was off the back of a disappointing season at St. Mon. Um, obviously, the incident happened with Stephen Thompson and sure. the spear, and yep. stuff like that. His confidence was a bit of an all time low. Barry's just remembered it, <laughs> yeah. Tom almost- was. He's like that, Tom. Is he? There's no, yeah. right in the head. But I tell you, worked out for John, didn't
3: it? And winning the cup with Hibbs, he's, he's in the history books there.
5: Yeah, yeah. It, It's just it's just one of those fate takes you takes you to that place, and it works out to be one of the best moves ever made. Well, it's been some week. What do you think at home? We want to look forward to the weekend as well, don't we? We want to get on with it. We could talk all night about
3: Liverpool. We could talk all night about Celtic. One point so far. Rangers, no points. But also, we love our football. We're hoping uh, when it comes down to. It, Who's going to win the title? And that's what it comes down to in Scotland. Ange Postacoglu, though, has been saying, well, why are people saying that we, Celtic, don't believe in the Champions League? This is interesting. Uh, Look,
6: I I get your question, and I understand the whole sort of... um... Living here now for 18 months, you know, I've seen the Scottish national team go from heroes to no-hopers to heroes again. So I understand this whole boom-bust cycle that everyone loves to get into here and the whole woe is me. Uh, We're not the only country that struggles to get results at Champions League level. I can only talk for my club, but if anyone can tell me in the four games we've played that we don't deserve to be there or we've been outplayed or we've looked out of place, then I reckon they're talking from an agenda or from some sort of bias because the only questions I've had after each of our games is about opportunities missed. The opportunities missed suggests to me that we've got to improve some areas, for sure, 100%. No, it doesn't say to me that we somehow should think that we don't belong in a competition that we've earned the right to be in.
4: He's coming out fighting. Yeah, and he's got to fight. He's he's, um, he's got to fight for his team and, and he's right. Listen, Celtic have, in terms of, if you go back to the games... They've played Real Madrid at home. I thought for a good 55, 60 minutes, they were certainly in the game. Shakhtar, they should have won the game over in Shakhtar. Um, Leipzig um, on Tuesday night, they had chances. um, But at that level, at that elite level, Paul, if you don't take your chances, you're going to suffer the consequences and and that's what's what's happened. They just need to put the ball in the back of the net. But they've certainly challenged the teams they've played against. But do you think people have got an agenda against... Celtic or Rangers
3: by suggesting that we I believe both
4: clubs should be in the Champions League but at this moment in time there is a golfing class in terms of the amount of money that these clubs they're playing against can go and spend on players that's just the way it is in Scottish football Paul but I I still believe both Rangers and Celtic do deserve to be in the Champions League it's going to be tough to get results we all get that Mm -hmm. but for me they're, they're two massive clubs even he talks a lot of good sense. I'm not sure about
3: the having an agenda against uh, Celtic by suggesting that they shouldn't be in the Champions League.
5: No, I think you can just tell with the tone he's really frustrated. Yeah. Um, even even the fact that Shakhtar go and hold Real Madrid to result um, at home and to complicate things even further. So I think he's really frustrated. But I also think Celtic Rangers fans know there's a gulf, but they don't want to be told, this isn't our level, we are Europa League and... Um, we'll see what we do we'll take our money and we'll move on they want to be told that they belong there and they want to be told that they can challenge in this this hope for the future or, or else what's the point in buying the tickets at the start at the outstart out of it Good point.
3: Jota is definitely not in tomorrow we'll hear the injury update in a moment uh, David Turnbull has got an ankle knock and there's uh, another injury worry as well Stephen Welsh taken a knock. At uh, Barry, uh, would be crazy to would we be crazy to suggest that
4: Rangers could take something against Napoli? Napoli are through. Is there a chance that they play It's going to be hard. Paul. Okay. Look, I've right. I've got to be realistic here. It's going to be hard. Look, Napoli are the best team I've seen. Mm. Um yeah. look, they're, they're flying in Serie A. Yeah. Look at the results. They've had the demolished Liverpool in, in Napoli they went to Amsterdam 6-1. Um again, um, they've came to Ibrox. and I thought Rangers done well, until James Sands gets sent off, but then yep. the, their quality comes through and then again, on a night there, they, they, they beat Ajax 4-2. So, let, look, let's be honest, that's going to be a hard task for Rangers to go over there and get something from the game. Will Rangers bounce back against Ajax, though? They need to. And restore some pride? They need to, Paul. Yeah. They need to. That's the plain and simple answer. They need to.
3: And Stephen, I'm just knocking over Celtic to you then. Uh, do you think Celtic could get that third spot and drop down to the Europa League?
5: Yeah, well, it's going to be hard now with um, the Shakhtar result in, in Madrid uh, at home to Madrid. Yeah. So, um, but what they need to do is go out and, and win that Shakhtar game and mm. take it to the to the last. And you never know. It's yeah. I mean, going to the Bernabeu and uh, needing to get something is sure. obviously as hard as it could get. But but you've got to send a fans out believing that there's a chance.
3: Let's hear from Gio. This was his reaction afterwards. Well, he hasn't been speaking to the media today, you can imagine. Barry, I wonder what it was like. I mean, everyone was talking about this yesterday about the, the Rangers scoreline because 7 1, it's huge. You know it. You heard it in you know, talk radio down south and all the rest of it. You can imagine it. But this was his reaction. I thought he fronted up well afterwards when he spoke to the media. Well,
7: it's, uh, you know, some moments you. I uh, think silence is, is, you know, is, is appropriate. And there, the whole locker room was quiet. Because everyone uh, feels the big loss we had today. Sometimes, when the emotions are very high, it's better not to speak, process the game, and 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 pick it up tomorrow.
3: And he said, of course, the game was very different in the first half hour.
7: First half, and, and the last half an hour was night and day. comparison how we how we played, um, and that difference in level, that's too much in Champions League. First hour, we were there. Then you can make we can make any opponent difficult at Ibrox. But the way we played the last 25 minutes, yeah, you will lose against any team you play here.
3: Barry, I see James Tavernier has apologised to the fans, saying the players didn't chuck it.
4: Yeah, and I seen him getting a bit of criticism, but obviously he was getting drug tested yep. after the game. Yep. James Tavernier would have been out and be speaking to the the, the press. And, and listen, I don't think I don't know what Steven thinks. Any player that I've played with over over my 20. odd year career I've never seen any player chuck it you have bad games you have a bad day at the office it happens to everybody i had hundreds hundreds but listen I believe every player tries their best but just at the end of the day so that last 25 minutes Liverpool were unplayable Paul
5: yeah uh, after after about 25-30 minutes other night, I actually thought if you told me Rangers would lose that game by six goal mar- mm. margin yeah. you would have no chance yeah. Um Liverpool weren't free flowing and Rangers were well in the game, had the crowd involved. But I think it also shows how big a, a leader Connor Goldson mm. is for Rangers. I think even the timing of they lost. I think they lost two goals in a minute at one point. Not to say that I mean with the quality of Mo Salah they can score at any time, but they they ended up with quite an inexperienced team, even at European level, with uh, with King and Davis mm. back there. And you just if Connor Goldson stays on the park, maybe it's not quite as severe a result he's
4: right. Connor
5: Connor Golson, listen,
4: he's come in for a bit of criticism this season. But one thing about Connor Golson is he's a communicator. He talks. Stephen will tell you, see centre half, so bark instructions. I, I love that. It keeps you on your toes if you're a central midfielder. So who was the loudest when you was, were playing? Who who would it be? I was probably. Was he I Craig Yep, yep. Yep. Who was with I never us agreed night. what he says But, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it, it's good it keeps you on your toes, it keeps yep. you alert. Um and that's one thing about Connor Golson. He is a uh, certainly yeah. he's a leader in that dressing room. And the manager, final point for now, says, yep, yeah, they
7: accept the criticism. Of course we need to accept the criticism. It's part of my job, part of the player's job too. when you perform like this, and then I don't mean you know the whole 90 minutes, but the last 25 minutes, you will get criticism and we have to take it on the chin. And that's what we have to do. Uh, as you said before, I said the, the difference in, in, in the way we played... The level we reach in a game, the difference is too big. It cannot, the difference cannot be so, so, uh, so big.
3: It is a golf, isn't it? A Huge golf, Stephen. Because I mean, look at look at the bench they had uh, on Wednesday night. Yes,
7: yeah. It's,
5: uh, you know, obviously, it's a massive. You've seen it for years with Celtic. They've taken some heavy ones themselves with Paris Saint Germain, Barcelona. Um, it is an unforgiven a level of football. Uh, and it's why everyone wants to be. There. That's why the, the, the money clubs and, and there is a huge gulf. But as I said before, the, you just want to go out and Celtic Rangers fans feel the same size of clubs as these teams, and it, and it hurts. It hurts to not be able to compete with them. To say there's a huge gulf that's that you can't uh, you can't bridge. So they're, they're looking for they're looking at teams across Europe like Club Rouge and mm. Shakhtar that've been it for a few years and saying, well we want to we aspire to be like that. And Ajax. You know, in Finard, I know they are not in the
3: Champions League, finder but Ajax are, are the model, aren't they, Barry, for the, a, a country the size? Yeah, I, of... It's bigger I, than Scotland, but I do but still think they,
4: they can compete. But we, yeah. y- you look at Rangers Group, for instance. You're against Liverpool. it's if you're not know, concentrated and you're wide open, you're going to concede goals at yeah. times, Paul. It's just looking. At, I think it was the manner in the defeat mm-hmm. to Liverpool. It was conceding the goals in the short period of time. Um, and when you're in a game, and when you're in the moment and you've got to realise that you've got to take responsibility on the pitch and think to yourself, we're too wide open here, they're cutting through us too easy. So that's where you go and you maybe sit 10 men behind the ball and make it difficult for them to, to do that. But in terms of the, the quality
5: and the level of player, mm. you're coming up against this top level. The, the Ajax one's a killer, isn't it? Yeah. Napoli and Liverpool can do this to you, but the Aj- having gone to Eindhoven... And playing as well as they did, get a result, clean sheet, and then to go to Amsterdam a month later and lose the way they did—it's really set it off in a bad. The other two, are, they, are, they are the best two teams. They're going to qualify comfortably, but the Ajax night was the was the one that set it all off with the the negativity. Yep,
4: and and I just felt this felt sorry for the weekend game mm-hmm. against Celtic. Yep, Celtic demolished strangers, and and I thought they carried that into the game against Ajax and, and Amsterdam. They were feeling sorry for themselves, and you can't do that at that level because. As Steven says, Napoli and Liverpool are a different level. Ajax are a good team, don't get me wrong, we good players but they are the games that you should be looking to try and at least get a point away from home but certainly at home taking the three points
3: Right, the weekend's here we're going to cheer everyone up (laughs) (laughs) It's been a tough 48 hours And now the badminton (laughs) Listen, people are tuning in all over the world and they're tuning in on the way to Dundee Heather and Chris van der Kyle one of Scotland's top entrepreneurs is tuned in to go He's found us there on the way there In fact, he was on the business show last year He was absolutely brilliant He is uh, a legend in entrepreneurism he's absolutely and Dundee of course great for the jute jam journalism and of course the games it's the games capital of the world I would say so Chris, great to hear you tuned in to Go Radio. I'm not sure if he's a big Dundee or Dundee United, but he's a great... He stay, he could be staying in California, whatever, but they stay in Broughty Ferry, uh, an area Oh, you it's, will, yeah, area. Yeah, oh, it's <laughs> the port. it's lovely, isn't it? Exactly, up there. Uh, what about Dundee United this weekend? They're at Ross County. Celtic at home to Hibs. Livingston against St. Johnson and St. Mirren against Kilmarnock. We've got the score predictor in the second hour. Somebody will be coming on. You can register at go.co.uk And then Sunday at three, Aberdeen against Hearts. But before it, arguably the biggest game of the weekend now, Motherwell against Rangers, is it a must-win for yeah, Giovanni.
4: Look, Gio know that. Gio knows that they need to uh, respond in the in the right manner. Look, they're, they're they're going to be missing a couple of key players. Stephen mentioned it. Connor Golson, big miss for me. Ryan Jack, who again, it's good to see him back fit and playing in the the central area. Looks to me, if he's going to be out missing. So there's some key players missing. they they're, they're um, short numbers. Certainly at the back But look They need to go to third part Which To be fair to Mother And Stevie Hamill He's got them playing Some good stuff It's going to be a tough one For Rangers But they, they've got to
6: come away for third uh,
4: part With three points Nothing less Paul And for Celtic fans Here's the injury
3: update From Anshapos to Coglu
6: Jots is uh, Yeah Not available still for Tomorrow again uh, We're just sort of Being conservative with him um, You know We expect him to Sort of be back in training uh next week at some point, so um, be available then. So Jota's out. Leal's fine, he's trained. Um, the only ones from the other night are uh, Dave Turnbull, picked up a bit of a knock on his ankle, so he's out tomorrow. And Welshi um, also picked up a knock at training, so he's out tomorrow, but everyone else okay.
3: Stephen, if you were the manager instead of the captain of Falkirk, if you were Celtic manager, would you start up front tomorrow with Jikamakis or with Furuhashi?
5: Uh- my personal preference, I would probably go Giamakis. Mm. Um, I know he, I know he missed a couple of chances, but I think the way Celtic play, especially a, a home game, they're going to have lots of crosses in the box, and I think the big man's really hungry to score goals and, and likes to get on the end of it. Whereas uh, Keo goes more of a waiting for the grass uh, yeah. to open up type of striker. Gonna ask Barry that after this. The
2: Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's
3: go, 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 go! This is Paul Kinney on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors We've got Stephen McGinn, the captain of Falkirk We've got Barry Ferguson, legend of Rangers Birmingham City, Blackburn Rovers I hate when I start this no, no, I And Blackpool um, And also today his column saying about Rangers the other night but ready to move on although we'll take your calls on 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 you had a good line there you're off tomorrow it's Falkirk against and so you've got a couple of tickets for Chris Van der Kel. he's a Dundee United fan so uh, but could you get a couple of tickets for him and Heather if he wanted to go yeah. to the game yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't want to go <laughs> actually I did I met John the other day in Edinburgh big Falkirk fan and he was raving about you and your two goals the other week he scored two uh, but I've what was it you
5: said? You were thinking about getting a third and I was hopeless the rest of the One chance I've had in my yeah. career to get a hat trick. Wasn't he passing? Well, I did pass it up. Yeah. I was trying my best to get it though. Barry, were you ever chasing a hat trick?
4: You a probably hat-trick. got one, right? Yeah, I've yeah. got one hat trick against Dundee United. We beat up five one at Ibrox. Chris is a he's a Dundee. Did you have to say it just yeah. now? Yeah, that's why I said <laughs> it. I know, yeah. Hat trick, yep. what was the feeling? What was it like? Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, I know this season you scored quite a lot though. No, no, what? No, no, it was the season after that. He's a startle, yep. right? He's pretty good, and Barry knows his stuff oh, as well. Man, so, yeah. Man, 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 mad football fanatic.
3: Yep. Watch everything. Are the players getting younger. When you look at Steven, who's thirty-three now. No, th- am yeah, thirty-three. You are 33. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they're getting younger? Still
4: plenty of football exactly, left yeah. in their legs. Hundred percent. The mm. way the way players look after themselves nowadays, and even I don't care if it's top level even when you, you start to drop down, um, maybe a couple of divisions. Players are still fit
5: and as long as you look after yourself, you can have a long career. It's, it's brutal now though. The young boys don't take any time off. The, the minute the season finishes, they book in with these personal trainers and mm. it's brutal, honestly. It's
4: changed, yeah, hasn't it? The drinking culture has gone, hasn't yeah, it? I, I yeah. used to always take two, maybe two and a half weeks complete Rest, but it was it was getting like that just as I was coming to the end of my
5: my
6: career.
4: And a
5: lot of it's the way like Ocean Beach and stuff like while they're putting right. into the person trains But it's no, it's no great for the audience to, <laughs> <laughs> to... Aye, They weren't the beach body, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Barry, where are you this weekend?
4: One of the big matches. So I'm from... going to go go and yep. watch my mate's son play. Good. Um, they're playing in the cup, Cali Braves. Um, so. Hopefully, he can get a bit of game time. He's only eighteen, so I'll go and watch him. Good. We've got Blantyre Soccer Academy tomorrow morning playing in Airdrie. That'll always be a tough game. We
3: just love the football and the big game tonight as well. Queen's Park up against our broth. I mean, what a season last year for our broth, but they're finding it tough. And for Queen's Park, it was a bad weekend uh, last week. Bad result. That's
4: a that's a good game tonight. Yeah, as I, I still think Queen's Park will, will be up there. But in terms of our broth, what unbelievable season they had last year. Um, lost a few players this season. Um, but I'm sure that Campbell will, will get them firing again, and they'll be, they'll be safe. Celtic in action tomorrow. Then Ange Postacoglu on media duty
3: today. Nothing from GVB. He'll do that tomorrow for the game on Sunday. Uh, he's been speaking. We heard the injury update. What about Carol Starfield? Uh,
6: still a couple of weeks, mate. He's 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 out there training, but um, yeah, yeah, still a couple of weeks. Um, you know, we're hopeful before the break. Um, but the reality of it is, with so many games, um, you'd have to think about, you know. Which game you put him in because, you know, we don't have a lot of recovery between games these days. So, um, but he's, he's out running. Um, it's just a, you know, it'll be at least a couple of weeks before we can even consider him uh, for selection. And he continues on the theme of defensive partnerships. Yeah, I mean, we
8: always want to obviously go out there and score as many goals as we can. And in fact, and that's concede, uh, but, um, Cameron Carter Vickers
3: himself who's been up
8: in front of the mics today. Yeah, I mean, we always want to obviously go out there and score as many goals as we can and, and not concede, but, um, I think a lot of defensive work is about relationships and the more you can kind of play with each other that the more you get used to each other and through that comes kind of consistent success defensively. I think if you look at last season we improved defensively as the season went on that's just natural, you know, getting used to playing with new players and stuff like that. So yeah, hopefully that'll happen again.
5: Stephen, you don't hear him too often. That's Cameron Carter-Vickers. No, I thought he was outstanding on Tuesday. Um, kept Nkunku really quiet and I think it's always he's deceptively quick. I think you've seen that a couple of times in a couple of the races he won and became a huge player for Celtic and, and a brilliant signing It's a great line isn't it he kept Nkunku quiet because
4: what yeah, a was, player he, he is He yeah. was it was um, him and I really. I thought were Celtic's two best players on um, Tuesday night but he, he's been a real find for Celtic he's got stronger um, I said last year first six months took him a bit of time to got up to speed but I thought the final half of the season he, he was one of Celtic's top performers and, and you've seen the difference when he's been out the team with injury I've really missed him um, but he's been a he's been a massive signing for Postecoglou. and of course currently the captain with Callum McGregor out injured until what will be uh, after the
3: World Cup probably before we see him here's Ange speaking about his stand-in captain It's the
6: reason I put him in there you know I think um you know, obviously, when you lose somebody as influential as, as Callum, you know, you're not going to sort of fill that breach with someone who's a carbon copy of him. So, you know, for me, I think it was really important that we have some stability. And you know, we've already got guys like Joe Hart, who's very vocal as a leader in his own right. Um, you know, other guys who like Greg Taylor and others who, who are quite vocal in, in the dressing rooms. Josip Iranić. Uh, but I just felt we needed a different type of <clears throat> leader also. Um, and you know, I think with Cameron, when he's out there, I think, you know, the lads do see him as a leader in the way he plays and the way he, go, he goes about his business. And, um, you know, I think it's, you know, for me it was a bit of a, a sort of a balancing act as to sort of what kind of leadership we needed through this period that, that Callum's out and I just fell with Joe and a couple of others providing the sort of the vocal aspect, having Cam in there would uh, would help us. I think he's done well.
4: Buddy? Yeah I, I get why he's been made captain he's, yeah. he's a dominant centre half but he's also a, a real good football player as well really calm on, on the ball um, and again see as captain sometimes you don't need to be a, a moaning face get you know what I mean <laughs> you just got to be lead, lead by example on the pitch and certainly Carter Vickers does that Well you look that a wee bit moaning face yeah,
3: weren't I'm you but back. it worked out for you um, Who's your favourite partnership then for Celtic would you say
5: for tomorrow for example is it Moritz Jens alongside CCV? Yeah, well, I think it's looking like it. I think uh, Red Delaware, Stephen Welsh is struggling. But just on that, I I, I was actually surprised when Carter Vickers had the captaincy. I just assumed that Joe Hart would wear it. But sounds like he's looking to bring something else out in Carter Vickers. Maybe, yeah, he's already a big player for them, but can he be more of a leader to, to fill that huge gap that Carl McGregor's left? Can you really have a goalkeeper as your captain, Barry? I,
4: I prefer an outfield yeah. player. But listen, I played with, with Joe down at Birmingham yeah. I know how how vocal he is he, he never shuts up on the football uh, part he's, um, he's a real leader He's um, and he's a top level goalkeeper again he came in for a bit of criticism over the last couple of weeks but some of the saves he made on Tuesday night as well he kept the score down because um, Leipzig as the game went on were getting stronger and stronger but Joe Hart's still a top goalkeeper and listen that wouldn't affect Joe if, um, if the manager came and says listen I'm going to give the captain's handband to Carter Vickers he would just go on with it and do his job Stephen have you got a view on goalkeepers being captain?
5: Yeah I always, always prefer it to be an outfield player mm. but uh, from the outside looking in do you know what I mean? Joe Hart looks like a massive leader uh, on and off the part for Celtic and it, as Barry said a lot of the chat has been about Celtic's missed opportunities but Joe Hart um, did keep Celtic in, it, in the game at times with big saves and I think that's sometimes a balancing act of um, it isn't just the missed chances I mean he, he, Leipzig will kick themselves if they missed uh, if they went away not scoring after some of the chances they had uh, Stephen McGinn the captain of Falkirk with the former
3: Rangers captain any questions for Barry about being captain and what does it mean to you having that armband
5: at, at Falkirk? Yeah well obviously Barry uh, were at a, a much higher stage and at a younger age than me uh, something that get given to me when I came back to Scotland uh, Jack Ross a weekend, he uh, took it off Andy Webster and, and gave it to me and we bought me the championship and I genuinely felt more of a responsibility, um, there is, I don't care what anyone says, there is some Saturdays you wake up and you think, Phew, I, I don't feel great here, I like that, and, and I always felt that once I got in there, you do generally talk more, I do personally, and um, it, all, it brought my game onto a new level. Barry, did you feel that? Sometimes you wake up on the Saturday or the Sunday and think, oh my goodness.
4: Well, see, you, I you got, got at a you young t- age and oh. I was a wee bit like, I, I couldn't knock it back. I had to take it because I think if I never took it at, at 22, I would have been crazy. Um, but the, the beauty of that is I had a lot of experienced players who I could um, i can lean on their shoulder and, and get a, um, they, they could put me in the, the right road. Um, but listen, it's, it's, captaincy, you've got a responsibility. Look, players look up to you when things are not going well in the pitch. You need to stand up and, maybe drive the team forward and when things are not going well you're the one that's got to maybe speak up so yeah, listen, um, no matter what level a captain's so important and it's important that the captain um, is a real leader in his own um, in his own way Enjoying it though John you, um,
3: Stephen, you must be enjoying it just now, given the results and the couple of goals last week,
5: You've, you're in a good run Yeah, um, as I said I was captain at St Martin but I suppose once you get you used to that, at Kilmarnock last year, I was in a dressing room with a lot of big characters, um, guys like Kyle Lafferty, Ash Taylor and stuff like that. Didn't have the armband last year, but you just I suppose you just get used to that kind of authority and and as an older player, people look towards you. So, yeah, something that I enjoy and um, it wasn't something I set out I need to be a captain, but since I, since I got the, the chance to do it, it's something I've relished. Are you going to get promotion, do you think? Into the championship, which is where Falkirk should be,
3: at least probably.
5: At CM, it's obviously uh, like you could you could speak about all these clubs that don't deserve to, but there's a reason Falkirk have been there. It's that there's a reason they've not done well in that league previously, and it, it brings its own demands that league and against part-time teams and the big expectation. But we're going okay at the minute. We've got tough three games coming up now, so we just need to keep chipping away at it. And Stephen was with us last week along with Big John Hartson. Good to work
3: with the uh, legend. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, really good and brilliant with the guys in, in the hotel that night. And often at the, the old firm games we've got Barry and used to be David Proven often now it's Big John and he's as good off the pitch as he was on it. Isn't yeah, he? The, yeah, the only problem
4: is he, he brings donuts in and he eats <laughs> some of them. <laughs> oh no, I think... Well, no, I, I got one. Uh, one God. donut. You get one donut <laughs> and Big John enter the, the other, uh, the other uh, ten at which least. Um, wasn't it great. What happens in the Go Radio studio stays in here. This is the Go Radio football show. Paul Cooney,
3: Stephen McGinn, and Barry Ferguson and some comments coming in about Ange Postacoglu and that was really interesting what he said at the top of the show that um, his team does deserve to be in the Champions League and anyone suggesting otherwise has an agenda what do you think? Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. 17, 17, 700 and for Rangers fans we'd quite a few on last night uh, what are you thinking? looking forward to this weekend the game with Motherwell what's your team who would play? undoubtedly
4: Connor Goldson being out Barry uh, and he could be out for some time yeah, and he's gonna be a massive miss Paul. It's who fills in from obviously the I've only got one recognised centre back at this moment in time, and it's young Leon King. He's only eighteen years of age. I think he's got a bright future. Uh, what I've seen all of him, it was tough for him on Wednesday night coming on. Um I felt for him at, at stages, but I think in time he'll be he'll be a top centre back. Will James Sands come in and play with him? Will Lundstrom go in and make it a back three? Will will Gio maybe Go away to up top, because we've been speaking about that yeah. for the last week yeah, week or so. So it'll be interesting to see what starting 11 he puts out. But he needs to put an attacking starting 11, because he needs to go to third part and get the three points. Or, the, you... or then the pressure mounts sure. even more. And it will it'll come rapidly, because people are talking about
3: the Celtic result, the Ajax result. You know, the big, big games where Rangers haven't, they have capitulated this season. Uh, Barry, what would your team be for... Sunday, we have a think about it. Knowing you, you will have had a think about it for Rangers. How you would what would you play at the back? What would you do?
4: I, I would go with Leon King. I, yeah. I mean, I, as I said, he's a player that I, I think he's got a bright, bright future. I think he can handle any occasion. Yeah, I was shown last week down at Anfield. I know he played in a back three that night, but I thought he was excellent. Apart from giving the penalty away, I know he had a tough one on in, in Wednesday, but I would put him in. And the only other one that who come in beside them at this moment in time is James, James Sands. Sattons, yeah. That's um, that obviously the scratching for for uh, players at this moment in time with the amount of injuries, but that happens to teams. Paul. That's why you have a big squad. Um, you've got players that can play in all different positions. So I would expect it would be Leon King and, and Sands in the centre um, of defence.
3: Stephen, it is incredible, Leon King, isn't it? Eighteen years old, and thrown in at this at point in the season.
5: Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure he's been he's been waiting for this chance. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, when you come through at a big club like Celtic Rangers, you're needing an in- injury crisis sometimes. Unless you're pretty special like uh, Barry was, um, mm-hmm. you're, you're probably needing it. I, I did at St and I needed an injury uh, list to get my chance. And um, it's just how you grab it, can you take it, and can you stay in? Can you stay in the, the manager's thoughts? And uh, the biggest worry with the, with the injuries is obviously we spoke about Conor Goldson leadership, but they've got a real issue with set pieces this season. Yeah, lost a lot of size from the team last year, and uh, when you see how easily Liverpool scored that that first goal at a nothing the other night, and and you start to think about Sands, who's never been a centre cent a half, who's now you're thinking he's he's one of the only ones they've got now. Um, it's it's a bit of a problem that. And Leon Balligan's name keeps coming up. Why? Yeah,
4: and the reason why I'm saying Sands because I, I believe Ben Davies is injured. Um, We'll get that confirmed tomorrow. Um, but I believe that's that he's word. struggling yeah. for the for mm. the game. Yeah, Balligan, that that's one hindsight's a wonderful thing, know, Paul. I you know. can look yeah, back and think, sure. Oh, we should have kept Balogun. Personally I would have kept him. Maybe not to play, but I thought he would have been a, a great backup, physical presence, good defender, a bit of pace about him. But listen, there's John Souter who you, you come in and he's mm. again suffered a, an injury, who I, I I think's a real top defender, John Souter. It's just injury problems for him. Hollanda, he's been out for a number of months now, so Rangers are, are scratching the surface for defenders. So if Ben Davies is out, the only two, it looks to me, that will play there is
7: Sands and, and young Leon King. GVB did say
4: the other night afterwards he knows this
7: uh, has to get better. You know, we, we, we have to change our mentality, that's for sure. We can be very strong, as we show today, but, you know, when we are not there uh, mentally, um, then our levels drop really, really quick, and that's um, something we we need to avoid for for the future in this, you know, in this competition, but also in the league. You know, it's uh, definitely and an, a thing we uh, we have to improve if we if we were to be successful this season.
4: It's hard to listen to in a way, Barry, isn't it? In yeah, you... he's hurting. Yeah, but and you would expect him to be hurting. It's listen, it's it'll be a. That training centre will be, um, will be real quiet, um, but listen, the only way to respond, Paul, and the great thing about football, there's always a game just round the corner, and they've got one at a tough place on Sunday, and as I said, I fully expect Rangers to come out and, and make sure they get the three points, and I, I don't care how they play. It's all about making sure you come away at, at two o'clock with three points. He was asked about the condition of Ryan Jack, who also went off, as we know, and
3: Connor Goldson.
7: Well, both weren't um, weren't good because they couldn't continue. O'Connor, he um, he felt something in his uh, in his muscle, so we have to wait and see what exact exactly the um, the injury is. I think he will be he will be out, and uh, the same for for Ryan. So we have to wait tomorrow and 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 um, assess their their injuries and uh, how long. It's going to be when they're back.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go, go,
3: go, 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 go! Last weekend of Scottish Premiership action without VARP yet comes in next Friday and Barry, uh, will never look back and we need to get it, don't we? No matter, there'll be things wrong with it but we're falling Yeah, There's, there's always yeah. going
4: to be teething problems but listen, I think that the people who will be most delighted as the referees. <laughs> They've been desperate for it to, to come in, as I said. Look, it's not going to be great to start with. I think there will be a, a few issues, um, but look, we, we do need it. We do need it because every the league has got it, Paul, so, and we are the ones that are left behind. So, great that they're bringing it in early doors. It's coming in, what, I think, the first game next Yeah, week, Friday. Have Friday St. night. St Johnson. That's it. Yep. Yep, so I'll i will be tuned into that and see how it goes. I see Willie
5: Collum, top referee, says, VAR is a dream come true. Yeah. That one could come back to haunt many people. I was just laughing the other week when the, the Arsenal goal gets allowed and they say because a camera doesn't work. Yeah, that's right. I, I just can't wait to the first uh, high-profile game here when one camera doesn't work and uh, the decision doesn't go overturned. Andy Walker was with us in that chair last
3: night, Stephen, and he'd just been for the VAR training and he said, look, all sounds good. They want light touch. They only want to affect major decisions. But Barry, inevitably, these, these people want to get involved, don't they? Who's going to referee the game? Who's in
4: charge? Well, well, I've no look forward to it. When's the old firm
3: game? 2nd oh, of January? That's
4: it. Yeah, we're here. January 2. Well, there'll no be disclosing where the, yeah. the decisions are uh-huh. getting made on that yeah. day, I'm, I'm sure. But listen, I think it's the right thing. Look, yeah. I'm all for like moving forward and as I said, all, all the top leagues have got it. We've been left behind, so why not? And as I said, Paul, it's not going to be Amazing to start with. You you seen what it was like down in the Premier League in yeah. England. Um, the only thing I don't like about it is going four or five minutes, you've got to remember yeah. the players. Mm-hmm. They're standing about, you know. What I mean that must be the frustrating point. But it's got better as it's went on. But still I see some decisions that I'm not giving I'm thinking like that. Uh, when I was watching uh Arsenal Liverpool, yeah. the handball for the Arsenal player, that's that's a penalty of for course. me. And I can't see why the guy in VAR says
5: no penalty. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would that be, Stephen? I don't know. I, I mean, there is certain bits like even the Arsenal penalty. I think if you slow that down, of course you can see contact. Of course you maybe kicks the bottom. But if that gets given against you on the Saturday, you're thinking, I've hardly touched him. In oh, slow motion, mm. I've probably kicked the bottom his boot, but barely. Um, so I mean, that there, there is going to be huge, Stephen. It is going to be pretty interesting for the first season anyway.
3: We're trying to move on from the European stuff, but we have to mention last night: Fiorentina
4: five, Hearts one. Yeah, I, I watched yeah. it. Um, well, listen, Fiorentina battered hearts the, the first half, but fair play to Robbie and the staff. Mm. They changed the system. He went to a a five-three-one-one. It kind of looked like or a five-three-two, and and they were certainly a lot better. Um, that was one of the things. Like he's looked at that. If they continued that same system, that that could have been anything. But that for me is good management. He's identified it. And um, they've changed the system, and they were a lot better. They made a real game of it in the second half, Hearts.
3: And you've been saying obviously they've missed Liam Boyce, but Stephen Humphreys did really well last
4: night. Yeah, he, he did, and Craig Halkett as well. Yeah. I mean, they've mm-hmm. got a few defenders missing. They have got some key players, guys that would certainly have been the starting eleven. So they're they're at the bare bones in terms of the 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 um, squad. I still believe in the Premier League. They're the they're the ones that will finish um, in third place. Um, it'll be closer because obviously they've got some players missing for long term but I still believe that Hearts are the, the third strongest team at this moment in time Stephen did you see it last night were you training or were well you full time of course aren't you
5: yeah, yeah. No, no I watched it and uh, what, what what you're obviously you're thinking I do not want to be a Hearts player now sitting in that half time you've got to be thinking about the 7-1 the previous night the 7 that Dundee United lost in, in AZ yeah. and thinking uh, so to go out and draw the gate draw the second half I know it's uh, hard to take positives but in the context of how, how it could have went, I think you've got to take the positives and it is hard with the, the Craig Halkett and, and Kyle Rawls, uh, you're missing your first choice centre half pairing um, in such a difficult, boys aren't used to, Celtic Rangers players are used to playing these uh, three games a week, Hearts aren't used to that and it's really tough and off the back of a hard night in, in Florence are going to put on Sunday yeah. which is... Mm-hmm. Not an easy game. And they were stung last weekend by Dundee United, of course. So Jim I've never Goodwin. Seen that
4: no,
3: don't think anyone did, no, Barry. I've never yep. seen that. Scotland risk falling out of the European top ten, as you know, the coefficient because of these defeats this season. Is that one for the end of the campaign? We'll talk about it, yeah, Barry. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll talk I about how It could end up that way, couldn't we? Um Steven, it's uh Nuno Espirito Santo. Looks as though he's on his way back to Molyneux to Wolverhampton
5: Wanderers. What do you think of that? Yeah, I think it makes sense. Um a signing policy um, sure. he's well aware of, and in, in the way they run the club, and he obviously didn't get sacked. He, he left to go to Spurs, didn't quite work out. So, but it makes sense from from the outside looking in. And what about Neil Lennon last night? So close. What was it? Ninety third minute uh, at Manchester United with uh, Mania Nicosia. Great performance. Yeah, um, I mean Neil Lennon. Neil playing. Lennon's uh, got a good history of, yeah. of, of results in these big games and. um I mean, from, from about 20 minutes to go, you start to think it's going. they're going to do it, they're going to pull it off and probably should have scored on the counter in the first half to, to make it even easier. But yeah, hard way to lose a point. Yeah, I, I watched that. I
4: mean, I'm, I'm sounding sad here. I watch all games, <laughs> don't I? But um, no, listen, I thought his setup up was good. Listen, they had loads of chances, man. Manchester United. The yeah. goalkeeper, he was the second-choice keeper. He was outstanding last night, but so close, last couple, couple of minutes, McTominay. Was that goal that would have been a, a brilliant point they only had two attempts and the one that Stevens mentioned and the guy's got to square it across to his teammate um, he's obviously been greedy and went for the um, the shot himself but listen he was so close to getting a brilliant point how many tellies have you got how many screens have you got your iPad open listen all my kids are grown up now so I don't need to run about daft he's the same but he's got two wee ones but uh, I said to him oh do you watch Sky Sports all day is it typical footballer it was harder when I was obviously younger and the kids were younger I couldn't because they're obviously occupying you they're screaming and shouting you're making their lunch and all that obviously my two older ones are out the house now and I've only got my daughter left so (laughs) I'm fine I can watch as much football as I want any parenting tips then
5: for Stephen (laughs) you'd stay out the house as long as you can (laughs) that's why he's on here (laughs) <laughs> volunteer to get out, but yeah, yeah. when it comes to the two the, t- the five o'clock games and then the eight o'clock at the minute, I'm down to one. Get you only allowed to choose one of the games to watch. So I watched hearts, she's quite right. Tomorrow, uh, all eyes will be on it's back to the title race,
3: isn't it? Just two points in it Celtic up against uh Hibbs, lots of games, but I think that's the, man, the way the manager would want it. He's been talking about the the effect this has on players. Our approach
6: certainly doesn't change So um, between competitions. So I don't think um, you know, in terms of our preparation or <laughs> our recoveries or our switch from one to the other, yeah, you know, doesn't really um, change to any great extent. The players understand um, our processes. Um, we did our review, we gave them the feedback and now understanding that you know, back in the league and you know, um, facing a, a good opponent um, at home and um, you know, we've got to be ready for it. Barry, you always say you'd rather play than train.
4: Yeah, I, I was always I, yeah. I I didn't mind playing three games a week. Um, it's recover play, recover play, um, and I, I'm sure I don't know what Stephen's opinion is. I just enjoy playing games of football. Training sometimes. Listen, you've got to do a bit of training and get through. Obviously, your your tactics teams, and yeah. and whatever for the the game coming up. But I, I would rather play games of football. See, Andy Robertson could be back for the game against Man City at the weekend. Stephen, training versus playing,
5: or playing? Uh, we've got a three game week this week, which um. Uh, really excited about but that's why I always admire the, the boys that do the 60-70 games because by, by the time next Saturday night comes I'll have felt the effects of, of all three games but these boys at the top level just churn it out week after week and um, that, it's, they, those boys that really impressed me they're the ones I have total admiration for your wee brother included he plays a lot of games doesn't he yeah touch wood the last time I said that Carl McGregor got injured a bit oh, a week right. later so. <laughs> let's not say that who's he got this weekend
6: uh, Chelsea at oh, home
3: Chelsea. just Chelsea at home wow um, Ange has been talking about the schedule a bit more about this three games in a week
6: there wouldn't be a manager um, who hasn't spoken about it but you know obviously um, we're at the mercy of the, the competitions we're involved in and I guess uh, from our perspective we're a club that um, you know wants to have success and and wants to compete in all the competitions which means you know for us that's um, you know at least three domestic competi- competitions plus Europe so <clears throat> and obviously this year with, with the World Cup sort of being there, that's that's condensed it even further, which um, which is a challenge. But you know, I think most managers have spoken out about the fact that you know we're going to see some some pretty high attrition rate from players if we continue with these kind of schedules. And the other dugout tomorrow, Lee Johnson has been saying that
3: Celtic are even uh, Hibs will be up against even the ball boys and girls, and we know that that's the way. I think when well, Celtic go right away from then, home, uh, yeah,
4: you've got to expect that. That's the way they've got that system in place. As soon as the ball goes out the player's got a ball within um, a split second um, so they've got to prepare for that that's the way that Postocoglu wants Celtic to play and listen you you can't switch off for one second against Celtic because of the the speed and the pace they they play at if you were playing against them this weekend Barry would you say get rid of the let's play
3: one ball not multi ball would you slow the game down
4: no because I I think they've got the choice the home team if you were away if, if they came to you, if they yeah, came, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't have would, any ball
3: boys. <laughs> did you do that in January,
4: Aloe against Celtic? Did you? Yeah, s- we slow never down? had any ball boys. As soon as the ball came at me, they dug it, I booted it out. I just, <laughs> 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 and was it the old like the old? Did you have one ball? no, no
5: only one ball. I <laughs> <laughs> was at Steve. I was in Paisley, and uh, it was something I noticed with St. Mun that day. I th- uh, the ball didn't quite go into uh, back yeah. into play quite how and was the We wanted it, and but as a home advantage, that's a big part of it. Um, in any away game, you're, you're going to face different problems, and it's how you overcome them. They're up against your old team tomorrow. Hibs. Here's Ange Postecoglou.
3: Yeah,
6: good challenge for us. Um, you yeah, Lee Johnson's come in, and he's obviously, um yeah, he's made a lot of changes uh, from the club from last year, and um, you know, he's he's kind of boarding players that I think will suit the kind of football he wants to play. It's a process, obviously, with all these things, but they're certainly, um, you know, they've been really good form. Um, you know, apart from the midweek game. Um, which I still think they played well in, but obviously the result went against them. Their recent form has been good and, um, yeah, we expect a good challenge. But, again, at home, you know, we're, we've been really consistent with our performances over the last sort of, you know, 15, 16 months. And, um, you know, we've just got to make sure we bring the kind of energy that we know we can and tempo um, in the game. And um, when we do that, we're, we're, we know we're hard to stop. Two teams that like to play football? Yes, it's going to be a very open
5: game. Um, I know they're sitting third at the minute, but um, after the Martin Boyle signing, actually makes in uh, the European involvement for Hearts. I actually, think Hibs are favourites to get third, um, so I think it's a big challenge for Celtic and um, and with that high line and, and Martin Boyle's pace, it, they're always going to be a threat. And of course, Ryan Porteous,
4: Barry, who's yeah, he was he was immense yeah. for Scotland for his first cap. I thought he was outstanding. I've got to be honest with you, and he's carried that on. He scored a couple of goals. And the thing about Ryan Portis, I know he comes in for a bit of stick, but he's got all the tools for me. He's strong, he's physical, he's a decent footballer, um, he's just obviously a bit rash at times. But listen, I think he'll he'll get better wage, he'll mature. And when he when he's his concentration is spot on, I think he's a very good centre half. Stephen says Hibbs will come third, you say it's going to be Hearts. what yes. would you say to him? Um but listen, that I, I get with Martin Boyle. I mean Martin mm. Boyle is a difference. Um and I, I said when Martin Boyle was available to come back, I don't for the um, I was so surprised that our Rangers ourselves didn't um try to, to bring him in because he's got one thing that defenders hate and that's raw mm. pace. He's very direct. Um, but listen, Hibs have got a real match winner in, in Martin Boyle. I'm not saying one player makes a team, but he will make a huge difference to Hibs. I've asked you about it with Rangers before. What about with Celtic? They could have done with him, maybe. You could Gikamakis,
3: Kyogo, but it wouldn't have cost an awful lot to get another striker. I know he's wide or striking. Maeda's off the
5: boil a bit. Yeah, no, and and Angel know all about him from his involvement in Australia, so I'm sure he was someone that were considered, but I, I just think, add in him to when Kevin Nisbeck comes back fully fit, you've got Aidan McGee Day, Harry McCurdy, Kyle McGuinness come back to. I just think quite um, have quietly went about building a decent squad and a real strong bench when everyone's fit Yeah, have a wee look at the fixture Stephen because in the next hour
3: we're going to ask you your predictions for this weekend Two weeks ago somebody won £1,300 Quick break for the news then we're back with Barry Ferguson and Stephen McGinn
2: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go! go.
0: There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the
1: UK's biggest names in motor retail.
0: Macklin Motors Toyota opens this October in Hamilton.
1: We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service.
0: So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty.
1: Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV.
0: See our great choice of approved used Toyotas.
1: Our formidable range of commercial vehicles including the Hilux.
0: Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians.
1: Specialist advice from our motability team.
0: Macklin Motors Toyota opens Monday, October the 17th
1: at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.
3: Your calls are coming in on 08 08 17 17 700 and loads of messages on the socials as well. But breaking news one of Barry Ferguson's favourite young players, an international player, has signed a new deal.
4: Barry, who is it? Yeah, Phil Foden. Yeah, I I love watching him. Um, I don't know what Stephen thinks, but. He's just a a wonderful talent. I could watch him 24-7, Paul. Um, he's got everything in the locker and he's just going to get better wage. And I, I think in time, he could be one of the best about. Wow. Stephen?
5: Yeah, and I think he's probably, with the quality they've got with Haaland and De Bruyne, sometimes he probably even goes under the radar, even for a young English player. But yeah, super talent and uh, what a player. In the first hour we heard from Ange Postacoglu and he said Celtic do belong in the Champions
3: League. Oh, look,
6: I, I get your question and I understand the whole sort of... Um... Living here now for 18 months, you know, I've seen the Scottish national team go from heroes to no-hopers to heroes again. So I understand this whole boom-bust cycle that everyone loves to get into here and the whole woe is me. Uh, We're not the only country that struggles to get results at Champions League level. I can only talk for my club, but if anyone can tell me in the four games we've played that we don't deserve to be there or we've been outplayed or we've looked out of place, then I reckon they're talking from an agenda or from some sort of bias, because the only questions I've had after each of our games is about opportunities missed. And the opportunities missed suggests to me that we've got to improve some areas, for sure, 100%. No, it doesn't say to me that we somehow should think that we don't belong in a competition that we've earned the right to be in.
3: It's not just here, though, Barry, is it? The media
4: loves a news cycle, and you can be a hero and then a, a no-hoper
3: yeah, overnight.
6: They, they
4: love to build you up, and... They're Desperate to knock you down. That that's just the way the way it is. Um, I had that a few times m- myself, and, and listen, that's just the way it is up in, up in Scotland. But I, I get where he's coming from. I, I think certainly Celtic in their games have competed, Paul. They have, but just that level up in terms of the quality from other uh, other teams like Real Madrid. I mean, yeah, some of the players that they have got, Modric. Mm. For me, that night at Celtic Park was just an absolute joy to watch. you seen Leipzig, um, Werner wasn't even in the game, yeah. but it's a unbelievable finish. Key moments. Yeah, yeah key moments in, in, in the games. And that's what quality, top quality players um, buy you, and they buy you points. He's very bright, isn't he? He's very clever, he's experienced, and he, he picked on the Scotland...
3: You know, he he pinpointed the Scotland example. Were you hurt on behalf of your brother when, when, when he was described, not personally, but the team... From hero
5: to zero. Yeah, but it's John's uh, international career's obviously spanned over a few years now and yeah. there's times when hand's half empty and yeah. they're just taking pot shots from everywhere and other times you get to Euros, total heroes, and then as you say, you don't really they don't do themselves justice in the tournament and it's back down again. But it just sounds really frustrated. I think he's came here, he's came to Scotland to to win trophies and to leave legacy and show everyone that he can compete at the top level. And I think I think he would love to get these four games back in the Champions League. Um, I think he feels as if they've played well, but just one point from twelve, it doesn't look great from the from the outside. And I think he just sounds like he just he just wants another crack. at it. he thinks he, he believes in himself, he believes in his team, and he thinks he can do themselves uh, even even better than they have done. So why have they passed up so many chances in they've the Champions League? They've
4: just not been ruthless enough, Paul. I mean, they've created. I think it would be a worry if you don't create chances. But the one thing about Celtic over the the. The period the games I've played in the Champions League, they have created chances. Um normally domestically they fly in. Um but listen, you're playing against quality defenders and um but some of the, the chances you had certainly against Leipzig, um, for me, Mieda's one that's a bit behind them. Kyogo's got to hit the target. He's got to hit the target with the header. Then you've got the one where Riley comes off the post and then Greg Taylor hits it into the ground where maybe he's wanting a better connection. So they've certainly had chances in the games to, to put the ball in the back of the net A big success has been
3: Cameron Carter-Vickers back after injury and how does he feel about being the stand-in captain? Once
8: anything's changed since I've signed permanent, you know, um, it's a good group uh, everyone gets on well and that all so, so yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, obviously being captain you know, it's a, it's a massive honour for me and um, I'm enjoying it, I'm just trying to do as best I can. I think Callum's a, a top, top professional and top captain so, you know, filling his shoes are, will be difficult but you know, I'm just trying to do it my own way
3: and, um, and yeah, enjoy it. He's a big signing, seven million pounds. But Barry, when you think about, I'm thinking about Rangers and Liverpool, thinking about Celtic, the Champions League, the difference in price between, say, a seven million pound player, it wouldn't buy you much at all, would it, at the, at the top end where the Premier yeah, League yeah, clubs yeah. now fish?
4: I mean, they, they're buying players for 50 60 million pounds. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the teams that Rangers and Celtic are, are playing against, what Celtic's. Um, biggest spend on a player is what you just say yeah. 7 million Rangers are the same with Ryan Kent mm-hmm. from Liverpool um, but th- that is the difference and people have got to be realistic in what they're coming up against the-, the thing that that's a put for Rangers side that they've not competed enough certainly they did against Napoli until Sands got sent yeah. off I thought mm-hmm. they were good for the 60 minutes Liverpool they competed it took it at half-time and then obviously there, there was that collapse when the second and third goal went in and then it went four, five, six and, and, and seven. Um, but I, I just think both sets of fans just want to see them competing. But you've also got to be realistic at the budgets that some of these clubs have got, Paul. It's mind-blowing, Stephen, isn't it?
5: Yeah, um, but also, I mean, I've been a player that's went to Celtic Park and Ibrox and took a lot of heavy defeats and um, the, your own clubs, you, you look at sometimes it's really hard to bridge that gap and um, I don't mean it's nice, you always want the Scottish clubs doing well but I think fans around the country sometimes enjoy uh, them feeling a wee bit of their own medicine. Your brother Paul, he'll be
3: at the thick of it on Sunday, the Sky Match at 12, Motherwell against Rangers, he'll be looking
5: forward to that. Yeah, um, I mean, they've been playing well recently, Motherwell have not, um, not picked up probably as many points as, as they, they would have liked and the run, they've been playing well but um, since that, since a really start, uh, tough start to the season with the European stuff, as we're talking about it, um, they've, they've bounced back well, and Stevie Hamill's went in and done a good job. Let's hear another piece from. Giovanni, sorry Barry, after the game the other night because he's not been
3: in front of the cameras or the microphones today. That will be tomorrow. This was his reflection just after full time.
7: Very hard to, um, to explain at the moment, uh, to process. I'm still processing the game, especially the second half. As you said, we started uh, the game really well. First half, played, uh, played really well. We knew the strength of Liverpool, of course, with their pressing and we played well over their press with, with, with balls behind their, their defence, playing from the second ball. and and continue our attack from, from those moments. We knew that if you play short passes after short passes, they will press you. And when you lose, they will be very dangerous. Well, I think that was the first moment we did that. Uh, conceded uh, the corner kick and and got the goal against. Especially in the second half, I think after the 3-1, instead of playing the ball and play for the second ball, we we, we played too short too many times. I think they have four moments, transition moments, where we lost the ball and they they punished us really quick with the attack they have. So that's, for me, in the last 25 minutes, we were not in the game. You know, not with our heads, not with the decisions we make. And you know, against a, a team like Liverpool, putting you know three p- players up in those moments with Thiago, Yota, and Salah, and you're not in the game, you're you get punished. And we um, we had that the second half.
4: Barry, share with the listeners, what would you have done at three-one down then? I'd have shut up shop. I, I would have. I mean, listen. Sometimes when you're in a, a stadium with 50,000 fans, it's difficult for the manager to get. The point across, that's when I think players sometimes have got to take the responsibility mm-hmm. and know that you're under pressure, they are dominating the ball, Paul, they're, they're playing round about you, sometimes you just go and be compact and solid and don't leave any gaps, because I thought Rangers were far too wide open when the third, fourth went in, I'm thinking to myself, Liverpool are having a field day, and when you give quality players time and space, they're going to do one thing, and they're going to damage you, and that's, that's what happened. Why do you think the players didn't see that? um, That's a good question. Sometimes I I don't know whether they're they're in the moment. It's just one of the things that they've not identified it. And sometimes you've got to to identify it. I mean, I played in games myself where I just couldn't get near the opposition. Mm. And sometimes you're just better letting them have the ball in front of you. Let them go side to side. Don't let them cut through you. Um, Because as I said, good
5: players, you give them space and time, they're going to hurt you big time. Stephen? Yeah, what Barry said, he's spot on. What you've also got is a team that are coming under a lot of criticism. Liverpool not enjoying their football and English Premiership at the minute and all of a sudden they're really enjoying their night, they're enjoying their game, they're um, they're getting in. Salah's uh, not been his free flow and all of a sudden he sees space in behind. And, um, as I said, I've been there, I've been at Celtic Park, I, uh, played Barry's Rangers when, when the good players start playing who are better than you and, and they're really feeling it and you can't, you can't really stop you're trying your best to stop it they're just in the groove and they just they hurt you and it's, and it's a sore one and um, as you say all you can try and do is stick together like what the Hearts boys done last night and you say right let's go out and, and they drew the second half I know it's small wins but it's all you can do Yep exactly that's a
4: yep. prime example last night when when I was watching um, Fiorentina and Hearts you're you thinking what's going to happen here in this, the second half if, if Hearts continue to play that system it could have been another four or five goals Paul but Robbie's identified that and he's went a solid five across the back and three central midfielders and they were hard to cut through and Fiorentina were getting a bit frustrated and I just think at times in games and in moments you you've got to do that. Listen, it's no great to watch, but I would rather I don't I hate it getting beat. I'm sure Steven's the same, but three one or four one's better than seven one.
7: Obviously, at the moment, still uh, the emotions from from today, which is which also what we need to feel, because the performance we had, the overall performance, the result uh, is not the way we want to represent this club. So that's uh, that's uh, no excuses for this performance today from no one, and uh, we need to process that and 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 um, work towards Sunday.
4: There's a yep. few bad goals he lost as well. The, the, the equaliser from Firmino. Yep. James Tavenier's got to be stronger. He's got to mm. be, you've got to take one in the chin or on the eye or whatever and put your head where it hurts. I think it's too easy for him. What's happened? Do you think he switched off? He's such an experienced. I don't know. You could captain. see, you, you could see, look, I think he knew as soon as the ball hit the net he, he wasn't strong enough. And then Barisic, a couple of times, you've got to be stronger at the back post getting thrown off the ball. I know Salah's sturdy and, and strong, but you've got to. You've got to at least try and match that. So there'll be a few goals that Rangers will be disappointed with. Here's a question uh, on the socials at Goal Football Show.
3: Hi guys, do you think with Goldson being out, maybe for a few months, do you think Rangers
4: might go for a free agent, a defender for extra cover? Barry, could you see that happen? Uh, well, the only the only problem you've got that you've got with that, sorry, Paul, is he's um, not going to be match fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And listen, you can train as hard as you want you can do double sessions but Stephen I think I'll agree with me you need to play games of football that's where you get your proper match fitness um, so listen it's maybe you might look at it I don't know the injury situation in terms of how long certain players are, are going about but it certainly looks to me if Conor Golson is going about for a period of time which is, is going to hurt them Holanda no heard anything John Souter, as I said is out until after the World Cup so that leaves you pretty thin um, with defenders could The next eight or nine games before the World Cup define this season? Well, just domestically, they need to win every game, yeah, every single game. Yeah, they the need to, the, the remaining league games in the quarterfinal against Dundee, they need to make sure they get maximum points. Stephen, what do you think? Um,
5: yeah, you probably do because you expect Celtic to do it, but in this city, sometimes you're at the mercy of the other team. I mean, if you do drop points, but Celtic have dropped points. Uh, you could still be sitting top of the league so um, with with the teams that's usually playing different days you, you just have to keep they they keep it. They need to keep in touch like Celtic probably looking we need to keep in touch while Cal um, McGregor's out we need to, to stay in front of Rangers but I, I always just think it's such a goldfish sometimes you're only as good as other teams results mm. Could you see yourself in management? I know
3: I asked you a few weeks ago but it's your first time sitting with Barry do you think you would like to be a manager?
5: When, when you retire, which is a few years away, I, I always did. Um, but it's, it, it's so, I, I've watched what's done to certain managers, and, and sometimes you, you hear people talking. And uh, sometimes I think you need to have a uh, total madness to go through what some of them go through the constant uh, criticism. And everyone, I think it's getting worse now, even media. even in dressing rooms. I think everyone's always saying, um, I wouldn't have done that, I'd have picked him. <laughs> Probably wasn't, wasn't it like that so much. 50, if, if I said that 15 years ago, I'd yeah. get the head slapped off me. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's just becoming. Everyone wants to pick your team for you, and um, I, I think it's harder and harder. It's just a week to week. You have to win every single week. Barry, you had that manager's look there from your time
4: at yeah, Hallowatt no, no he's right. It's, it's mad, mad world. Uh, uh, being a manager, it's it's crazy. I, I says to you, like, I, I've had a few offers you know, in the yeah, summer to you know. go back, and I'm I'm honestly not interested. Just now, I'm just happy with my life. As soon as I come out of retirement, sorry, as soon as I retired at 37 and a half, I went straight into management. And um, I'm just happy to be taking a break. Um, but its I take my hat off to managers at every single level. It's even tougher the further you, you, you get down um, part-time because the guys are working. And you've got to respect that as well. These guys are going out at 6, 7 in the morning, Paul. They're coming straight to training. You've got to remember, they've no been fed right they've um, they've had a 12 hour shift it was Covid as well not long ago Yep. so you've got to be respectful of all that and sometimes you get a bit frustrated but sometimes you need to take a step back and realise the situation you're in can we share this with the listeners here in Go Radio when you got the
3: call how were the Glazers when they phoned you last (laughs) summer come on tell us were they
4: (laughs) good Gene that's where he should be at the top level. Though I think such a, a a wonderful player. It must be tough playing. It doesn't with. He make you a good manager, Paul. I won't. I had, I won't take you down the levels because I wanted to do what I've done as a a player doing an apprenticeship. And I think you've you've got to do that as a manager. And I went down the, the levels and it's tough. It's tough at times and all the badges you've got to go through as well. I mean, mm. I was six and a half, seven years constant in my badges in the summer, missing some holidays and people don't realise that and. I, the, the amount of stuff that managers have to go through because they're in charge of the players, they've got a staff to look after. Um, it's a, it's a tough gig being a manager. Stephen, would you share who it was the managers that you saw? Would they be happy if you said,
5: I'm, I'm not trying to no, get sensational, I, it's just not, it's, it's no, it's not. A... I watch, I watched, like Barry, I watch loads of football, I watch yeah. managers, I'm looking at the very top level, Jurgen Klopp's been really frustrated yeah. this season, he's been the best, one the best in the world for sure. for years. But Look at here, sorry, Neil Lennon at Celtic, everything he won as a player and as a
4: manager. I, I thought some of the criticism he got at times was yeah shocking, well over the top yeah. for me.
5: But, um, yeah, I've done, I've done a couple of badges, um, but I had the uh, experience during the lockdown, I didn't know what was happening with, with uh, seasons, down the leagues, everything, so uh, I had the opportunity to into Hibs with Jack and be a kind of backup player but also help him up, um, with the coaching side of it and, and some of the things that came up but for someone that, like me that looks into always wanted to be a manager talked about everything some things that come up you think how is he having to deal with that like, yeah. where, where does that come from mm. um, certain things about certain things about and, and how you go about certain teams and everything that, how, how, it, how it all works so th- there's there's so much I learned from that one season than any badge I've ever been on and then you look at the lifespan the manager, he's just mentioned the manager Jack Ross who I think is a
4: very good manager he goes to Dun United right? I, I know he's went through a few tough results but he, he doesn't get any time seven games but then what oh, I'm saying that's what, nothing what, I agree yeah, but what no, frustrates me sure. is
5: yeah.
4: they start churning out results as soon as Jack goes, how's Jack Ross feeling? And he's brought those players in. Yeah, And Jack Ross is a good manager, believe me. Yeah. I, I know a lot of players, you worked under him. I know a lot of players that have worked under him. And he's a proper coach, right good manager. Um, And what's Jack going to do now? Is he going to get another job because of what happened at Dundee United over that seven-game period? Which... I mean, you've got to be crazy sometimes to sure, be a manager.
5: Yeah, yeah well, I, I worked as a manager last year, Derek McInnes, and... Um... He had a lot of criticism. And he's, and he's he's and how well? League? How well? No, I mean Aberdeen. No, Kilmarnock fans love him. Yeah, but uh, you're right. To Aberdeen, they be careful what you wish for. No, I know. Yeah? yeah, but also I I looked at him. I think he is so robust. I think you need to be as robust as that. He almost shuts off the noise and just gets on with his job and and doesn't. like... And I think it, it's going to go more and more like that. You need to shut yourself off almost from from social media and the outside world. Mm-hmm. It's sure,
4: like, yeah. Del, there's another example yeah. that he goes up there see when he took over at Aberdeen they, they were verging on relegation. relegation and he goes up there and, and they were constantly I know Rangers were out of the league they were finishing mm. second they were getting to semi-finals finals he won a cup he probably admit himself he should have won maybe one or two more trophies but listen what a job he'd done up there at, at Aberdeen and I couldn't believe the criticism he was getting at the time
3: Stephen we'll find
4: out if you, you're
3: you a good player we'll find out if you're a good pundit just after this it's going to be Score Predictor next The Go Radio
2: Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland
3: You know the story by now We've teamed up with our friends at Clyde Built Home Improvements And this is your chance to win cash every Friday evening Here on the Go Radio Football Show All you have to do is predict this weekend's Scottish Premiership results Simple, Kevin did it what two weeks ago and he walked away with one thousand three hundred pounds. Not a bad win bonus, Stephen McGinn. Yeah, yeah. We'd need a few wins this season before to get that. <laughs> Alan is on the line. Barry, I'm not sure what your biggest bonus was. Now that wouldn't be fair to ask. That stays within the hallowed walls of the. eyebrows. <laughs> where am I going with this one? Yeah, just exactly. we're Let's go please. on with it. Alan's on the line. A St. John'son fan. Alan, good evening. How are you doing? Not bad good To hear you, so you're walking away with 100 pounds already, and that will be Thank 300 you. on top if you get the results right this weekend. So, yeah, looking forward to it, Alan. You're St Johnson fan, so tough start to the season, but it's getting a bit better. I there's hope, there's hope, yeah, you're right. There's hope, you're succinct, <laughs> which I should have been with
4: my questioning there to Barry Ferguson. I was, I'm going to keep him yeah, short. I think St Johnson will be yeah. safe this y- season, it'll be okay, yeah. yeah. It was a tough one from sure. last year, let's be honest. but uh, but do you know why it was a previous season one in the double? Who yep. would imagine St Johnson doing that? But I think Callum, you know, he's got a goal scorer now. In and Indeed, Nicky yeah. Clark. Nicky Clark. Yep. And that will make a big difference to mm-hmm. St Johnson. You agree with that, Alan? Oh, well, definitely, yeah. Mm. Tell us about that year just before
3: we go into it then. We know it was in COVID times, such a shame, but 2021, what a season.
0: Well, it was. I mean, it, it was such a boost for the local area. And I mean, it was just it just brought everybody kind of back together.
9: Of course. I mean, the, the streets of Perth were just mobbed the, the day they did the tour. Ah,
3: that is the thing, when there's one team in a town, Stephen, it must be special, you know, to go round
5: with the cup. Uh, it wasn't that special for me. That was a year in question I was at Hibs, so uh, I didn't particularly enjoy that season. But uh, congratulations all the same, <laughs> Alan of course <laughs> <laughs> so reckonsome it,
3: it would it happen like wouldn't that. it exactly yeah but with the McGinn's you're going to be somehow offending aren't you if we talk about Mother or if we talk about Sid I know Maren, you need will, to watch what I'm exactly, saying and yeah. Villa you'll be saying about oh, Chelsea yeah, I fancy Chelsea for this one and all that <laughs> and what uh, about oh, Steven Gerrard I see suddenly they were no, saying yesterday morning I'm a big fan of
4: but I, yeah. Yeah, I have said that yeah. I always thought he was yeah. uh, I thought he was a good player but um, I think he's went up levels since he's gone down to down to England, no doubt about it. He's proved but you improve when you play with higher level um players. And then for Scotland, he's been he's been frightening for Scotland. He sure has. I want to come back in issue
3: about Stephen Gerrard because uh-huh. listen, he did such a, a huge job for Rangers. They won the title two years ago. But now down south, some of the media and, seem to have turned on. I watched his
4: interview yeah. the, this afternoon at Sky Sports. Which is he there, there unbeaten for. So what's the I know there's no one. I think there's been a few draws in that, there? but he's. Um, I had. I think I, I watched the game against Norton Forest. Yep. I think it was Monday night, and a few of the fans were were given uh, giving them a, a bit of stick. But you look at the, the quality they've got in the forward line. Sure. I mean, they've no. got players that should win games. Yeah. Let's be honest, and they're they're no fire and no cylinders at this moment in time. Alan, let's look at this weekend. Then let's get into what's happening up here. Right, we'll kick off
3: with St Mirren against Kilmarnock. Uh, two teams that you come up against many times, and probably the same expectations in the league. What do you think is going to happen tomorrow at New Love Street? I think
0: it'll, I think it'll be a, a home win.
3: Home win for Saint Mirren, Stephen. Yeah. What do you think? Two year old clubs. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I've I've gone me. I've watched a good bit of Saint Mirren this season. Really impressed with them. Uh, and I think it's going to be a really hard place for any team to take points. So I've gone for a one 0 home win. One nil home win for them Barry would you yeah reckon? I think it'll yeah. be a close game but mm.
4: as I said I know St Murn get beat the weekend at Ibrooks, but I have been impressed with them they were one of the teams I thought would struggle but fair play to Stephen Robinson he's, he's got a decent outfit they're well set up as well they've got a real good shape about them yep I'm going St Mern home win
5: they've got Bigger Younger back from suspension obviously missed Ibrooks and he's been a huge player for them big, uh, big signing from Stephen Robinson and a big part of how they've been playing yeah. I mean, him and Mann have been good up top. Mm-hmm. I mean, real physical presence,
4: both of them up top.
3: And look at the way they played against Celtic three weeks ago. I thought, they were, I yeah. thought they were
4: excellent yeah. against against Celtic. Um, they never let Celtic settle. And as I said, it was a the shape. They were they were hard to break. Celtic couldn't break them down, but they they hit in the counter attack really well, and and, and they deserved to beat Celtic that day. And a lot of people were saying, oh, Celtic were poor, but you've got to give some man credit. Yeah. They were brilliant on the day. And it was too easy to say they made changes but they made changes against Ross County nine changes and they battered them. Yeah but they were still strong. Look look at the midfield Moy uh, Callum McGregor and David Turnbull still still a lot of quality there and I think what was it the front three Maeda
5: Maeda Cayogo
4: right they normally start for Celtic you two are good
3: right, You three of you going for St Marin against Kilmarnock some of your old teammates might be saying oh thanks cheers Stephen but it's an honest opinion Ross County Dundee United Barry, who do you fancy there?
4: I'm going to go Ross County right the revival continues yeah, I was going to see yeah. a draw yeah mm-hmm. but I, I think Ross County now after getting that one um, when we were struggling mm-hmm. um, they got the one at, at Livingston yep, I'm going to go Ross County to win this one Alan, what do you think?
5: I think
4: it'll be a draw going for a draw See, that's
0: what I was going
3: to uh-huh. go for is it a score draw? Um, I think so yeah
0: M-
5: maybe 1-1 one, 1-1 one. One, one. ok Stephen what do you think? a big week for Dundee United uh, two massive wins yeah. but I think that Ross County are going to edge it 2-1 uh, uh, I think County might it's, it's such an important game for both mm. teams I mean United have really made it very tight down there but I just think uh, my old manager Malcolm McKay I think they'll um they edge it okay. they're going to edge it Barry what about to
4: United last week though four yeah oh. n- I've never seen that coming um, I, I, I thought Aberdeen I thought it would have been a tight game I thought Aberdeen would have um, won it yeah. but what a result it was for now I've never seen that coming If i am being honest with you Paul but that's a, they were desperate they needed, the, they needed that one
3: Livingston against St Johnson Stephen do you want to kick off for the game there in West Lothian what do you think
5: Um. Sorry Alan but I think that Livingston will win 1-0 no. uh, I think they were really un- <laughs> really unlucky not to win um, last week against Ross County watched the highlights and they looked really strong again at home and yeah I think they'll win 1-0 no. They dominated but lost
3: and the manager said well maybe we got what we deserved though, because they didn't take their chances but you think they're going to win tomorrow Barry come to you next for that one Livingston St. Johnson. a draw for me a draw right Yeah. ok Nicky Clark, is he going to score? Yeah, one. Needs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Nibley for living. I like him. Aye, oh, you do, don't
4: you? I, I do. I like him on his game. He's a he's a real handful, big Nibbly. A bit like Gikomakis, maybe. Yeah, uh, no. No, no, he's but he floats into the, the wider areas mm. and he's technically really really mm. good, big Nibbly. And I, I seen him live at the start of the season, um, Livingston against Rangers, and he gave he gave Rangers defenders mm. all sorts in the first forty five minutes. Alan, what do you think? Heart or head,
0: or what's going to happen? A wee, I've got to say
5: away. wee. The away win. Who's going to yeah. score?
3: What's the scoreline for you? This doesn't qualify. 2-1. Um, 2-1 but... two, one. Two, one for St Johnson, yep. right. It's yep. yours I'm taking special note of. And what about Celtic Hibs tomorrow, 3 o'clock? What
5: well, do you definitely reckon? Celtic.
3: Definitely Celtic, yeah, no way you think. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, Stephen, what do you
5: reckon? Uh, I've gone for 3-1 to Celtic. 3-1. Scorers? What do you um, reckon? Jackie Marcus, I'm um, trying to think who else is player. I think James Forrest is looking quite sharp yeah, in the he's last few well, appearances. Yeah. Uh, I think he might play a part in the game. So, OK. Um, yeah, two for Jr. Jackie Marcus. One for Forrest and one for Martin Boyle. Barry, what do you reckon? Are Celtic going to go yeah, five
4: Yeah, I think win this no convincingly Celtic. Do
3: yep. you reckon? mm mm-hmm. yep. No, no scoreline? Yeah. yeah, go
4: on. 3-0. 3-0. Yep, right out the traps tomorrow. 60,000 behind them. Yeah, but I think he'll make a few changes Yacomakis will play James Forrest not had much game time but he he's um, he'll be he'll be annoyed and frustrated that he's not had much minutes um, Yeah, I, I see Celtic winning this pretty easily Stephen do you feel for the fans the other night it, you know it, Rangers it, it was terrible at the end right 7-1 but they had that
3: moment when Scott Arfield scored the roof comes off the place is jumping and the Celtic fans are out in similar numbers 60,000 the night before but didn't get that special moment
5: no, uh, and if it wasn't for the want to try and sure. roaring them on but um as I said, some we we haven't a bit at folk I know we've been winning mm-hmm. games, but the more we talk about not being clinical, the worse our misses seem to be getting and mm-hmm. it, it feels a bit like a result, the Celtic, the the more they talk about it the the harder it is to get it over the line. So um yeah. I'm, I'm sure they'll, they'll come good tomorrow. Here's the injury update while well, Alan is on from Ange Postacoglu.
6: Jot's, uh yeah, not available still for tomorrow again. Uh, we're just sort of being conservative with him. Um, you know, we expect him to sort of be back in training uh, next week at some point. So um, be available then. So Jotter's out. Leal's fine. He's trained. Um, the only ones from the other night, uh, Dave Turnbull picked up a bit of a knock on his ankle. So he's out tomorrow. And while well, she um, also picked up a knock at training so he's out tomorrow but everyone else okay
4: Barry both the big two quite a few knocks aren't there and some
3: serious yeah, injuries
6: as well
4: yeah but they've got squads that can cope with it Paul that's why they've got the biggest squads in, in Scotland that's why they've got the biggest budgets they can go and um, buy players in the summer to make sure they're, they're, they've got 22 23 um, players that, that they can play so yeah they have got a few injury problems um, but listen that, that's why they've got big squads that have got to cope with that What about Sunday then? 12 o'clock the big game Motherwell
3: against Rangers Stephen will I throw that to you first of all you've got a vested interest your brother Paul playing and playing well at Motherwell what do you think?
5: Yeah well I always think it's hard to play Celtic Rangers off the back of a a bad night for them but um, yeah I've got it I've went with one each I just think with Rangers defensive problems it it might be a a good day for Motherwell to get them Barry he's brave (laughs) you're only 10 yards away what do you think?
4: Yeah, listen, seeing I look at third part now, the surface is an un- unbelievable surface. It's flat now, which um, is good. As a worry with Rangers at the back, but it tells me it might change the system. he might go to maybe a three and, and try the two up top, but Rangers have got to win. Oh, they've got to um, react in the, the right manner. I think it will be close. Muller a good. Uh, listen, I think Stevie Hamill's done a brilliant job since he took over. He's got some experienced pros, he's got some dangerous players, but Oh, Rangers won this game 2-0 2-0 2-0 and yeah. scorers who do you think what, what do you reckon uh, uh, Troll-
3: uh, Alan Magallis. McGregor can
0: score too for all like,
7: yeah.
3: <laughs> Alan what do you reckon Motherwell against Rangers
0: oh Rangers win
3: oh quite definitive yep. yeah aye <laughs> short and sharp right so and then at 3 o'clock Alan what about the Dons against Hearts just back from Florence what do you reckon
5: I think it's
3: a home win for Aberdeen. Yeah, Aberdeen, hot and cold,
5: aren't they, Stephen? It's hard to say. What do you reckon? Yeah, well, I watched that game last week on the bus with all sorts of problems with the bus back down from Peterhead last week's. Uh, so uh, it was a longer journey than necessary, but I managed to watch the whole um, United Aberdeen game, and they were quite they were quite frail at the back, and I think Hearts are needing to to dig a result out. I think um, with the experience they've got. In the team, they might just go up there and, and I've gone for 1 nil hearts. Going for 1 nil hearts, right? Controversial. Well, it's not really controversial, but people might say
3: hearts will be tired. Barry, what do you think?
4: Yeah, that's a, a tough one. I think it's going to be close. I think hearts will nick it as well. Yeah. I see uh-huh. Tim Goodwin's back in the sidelines. Back in the dugout, sorry. I should the appeal. say. Yeah, he appealed yep. it. Um, Quite rightly. But I, I'm not. Aberdeen are some like Hibs. I'm still not sure about them. You said that right from the beginning of the season. Yeah. Didn't you? I know Habs yep. are. I've yep. had some good results apart from midweek. week um, and Aberdeen are the same I, I'm, I don't think they've clicked yeah I'm I'm going to go with Hearts going for Hearts right so Alan here on the score predictor is going for
3: Celtic to beat Hibs St Johnson his beloved team to beat Livy Ross County to beat Dundee United St Mirren to win at Kilmarnock that's all tomorrow and then on Sunday Rangers to win at Motherwell and Aberdeen to beat Hearts Alan, if you win, two weeks ago I said to Kevin, I said, I think you're back on on Monday, so looking at that Barry do you think, I know it's not exactly the way you went there's a chance we might hear Alan back on on Monday night? Yeah he could be another £300 up so there's a real good chance there And for St Johnson, you're staying up no question, Barry says yes, what do you think Alan?
5: Yes, definitely
3: Listen, great to talk to you, thanks for calling we will maybe speak to you on Monday
2: Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go, go, go,
3: go, 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 go! Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. Don't forget Sunday morning, 11 till 12, the Go Radio Business Show with Hunter and Hockey. Another good one this weekend. It's going to be Dr. Punam Gupta, OBE. CEO of the PG Paper Company Limited, so looking forward to that on Sunday morning. It's a great listen, Barry. There's some great business tips, which uh have yeah, I've, I've no been listened yet
4: for a, a few oh. weeks. Um, I've not been out on a walk on right. Sunday, but I'll be going out for my long walk this Sunday because it's a quiet weekend for me. Excellent. <laughs> I was up your way last night. We were up my daughter's school. had a. Uh, they were doing School of Rock. It was brilliant
3: at uh, Clyde Valley High School. Well done to the pupils. Oh. They were brilliant. So yeah, I was just up stuff. the road straight after the show. It's good amazing. Fun. Uh, the young talent there, so well done to all the teachers and the pupils. Um, lots of people tuning in. Uh, Fran is on saying he completely agrees with Ange Postacoglu. It's been bad luck in front of the goal. The finishing, Yet yeah, should have been better, but in not one game in the Champions League were Celtic outclassed. That's what he feels. We'll be back, of course, with the Go Radio Football Show from the Radisson Red and our special, the podcast, Barry, are going down well. We've seen a lot of people. I mean, it's a tough lesson in some ways, but it's honest, Straight afterwards with you, John Hartson, Stephen's been on as well. I think you've got to and be,
4: you've got to be honest. Yeah. Paul. Listen, the, the results for both Rangers and Celtic have been disappointing. Celtic performances have been a bit better, you know what I mean? So I, I think the last couple of games against Napoli and, and Ajax, I'm sure Rangers will maybe set up totally different in a way. Mm-hmm. Napoli, I, th- I sometimes think you've got to respect who you're up against. For me, they've been the outstanding team in the group, maybe in the Champions League. Um, with the games that have been played and then Ajax at home listen you're at home you've got to take the game to them so hopefully Rangers can get something out of the game and I, I think Celtic will beat Shakhtar at home you reckon? yeah I, yeah. I think they'll beat them mm. I watched the game one each and I think if you were watching the game certainly in the second half they, again you, we keep talking about Celtic with us but the chances yeah. they missed you know what I mean they, they should have put a few of them away um, but listen that's what happens that, the highest level. If you if you don't put them away, you, you suffer at the, uh, the other end. Here's Tarek on the line, a Rangers fan. Good evening, Tarek.
9: Hi, good evening. Uh, how you Hi, doing? All right, good. good. Yeah, we're all well. You okay? Yeah, I'm still I'll, 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 I'm i still alive after that defeat the other night for Rangers. You know, but yeah. listen, that was the point of uh, the, the reason I was phoning. I was just phoning to say I was going to ask the panel. Do you think money buys success in football?
3: Good Question That's a wide question. Does money buy success in football, Stephen?
5: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would say when you when you look at leagues across uh, Europe, then the season it, it probably won't be far away from the budgets, but um, you obviously recruitment's massive. I mean, even with my teams every every summer after I've, I've signed my team, or I know I'm with a team. Yeah, you keep a look at what managers are, uh, what your manager's going to sign players from another league, and if you are the better team in the league, and you're taking the other team's best players, and it gives gives you a boost. But yeah, I would say you can't you can't really argue against it when you look at um, how how the seasons usually finish. Barry, what would you say? Yeah, it can buy you success.
4: I mean, if you've got bundles of it to go out and spend absolute fortunes, like in terms of Rangers and Celtic just now, they're playing in the Champions League, right? They're playing against. Teams with massive budgets, but then the flip side of that, Rangers and Celtic are the powerhouses in the Scottish League. Mm. When they come up against your at and Hibs and Hearts and Aberdeen's and and so on, um, so yeah, it buys you a level of success. But also, when you buy these players, the players have got to go and do the business on the pitch pole as well. It look, doesn't mean if you go and spend some fifty million quid on a player, he doesn't just go and win yet, you, you know what I mean? He's got to produce it. Look at Man United biggest spending I think in England the last and they haven't won the well, title is it over for over a billion pound or yeah, something I see yeah. um, so that's not buying them success yeah crazy crazy amount I mean down yeah. in England I mean some of the some of the, um, the fees that are paid for, for players are through the roof right. I, I, there's got to be a ceiling at some stage got to be um, but listen I think it helps mm. but I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent that it buys you success in terms of winning trophies Tarek what do you feel
9: well to be honest with you, I, was th- I think back to the 80s Aberdeen Dundee United what, I mean Aberdeen what they done was fantastic won the Cup Winners Cup mm. and they, I mean I, didn't, I, I I, I, can't remember I was just a young boy at the time but I mean I did not think they, they even had a, like half a million pound player Them were in the million but, I, I mean
4: th- I think they were all home grown players I'm just trying to think exactly yeah. Fergie Built an amazing team. and yeah, McLean's done United. That's right. With the two, of them. they were the new firm. Nery, yeah. Hegarty yep. All these Sturrock I'm showing Major it? Oh, Sturrock, yeah. No,
3: they yeah, a, a terrific team. But it's changed, Tarek. It's changed so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you see the money in England, actually, James, uh, another James has been on, um, and he was saying to me this morning, early on in Glasgow, and he's a big Rangers fan, and he said, but he gets it, the Gulf in the money between, let's say, Liverpool and Rangers. He said, but what about Queen of the South playing Rangers not that long ago and made it difficult? He said, why are Rangers, and Celtic maybe, but he's a Rangers fan, he can't understand why they're not seeing off
4: easily teams like Queen of the South. He said, it's just a bit like that goal." Well, they, they they changed the personnel in the team. Paul, he used his squad. And also, I, I watched the game Queen of the South set up in a way they were hard to beat, but also but they, they, they had a few chances, Queen of the South. Um, that night so look, I, I think sometimes people are, there's an expectation for you to go and beat a team because they're from the two leagues below sometimes it doesn't happen that way about to- I, I think in terms of money it helps oh, sure. I don't think it buys success but it certainly helps if you can go and get top end players look
3: at Man City the way you know 15 years ago Man City were nowhere 10 years ago they, were, they won the, the cup the the yeah they did and now they've won how many titles in the last four or five years they've won most of them apart from Liverpool one year so money is buying them success there because they yeah, sure. they've got a brilliant manager
4: they've got a brilliant manager and a brilliant coach and a brilliant way of playing that helps as well of course but Stephen you could have money I'm sort of saying the Man United
3: thing I think Tarek's right the game's just changed so much hasn't it the days of an Aberdeen or Dundee United Dundee United went to the UEFA Cup final didn't win it but uh, will yeah. we see that again?
5: Um, well, we are yeah. hoping. You've got to hope that it comes, and we get as us as a country, we get closer to even England. where I mean, budget wise, you're probably looking at Scottish Premier League to English League Two, League One um, on an average. So it's so it's not a competitive uh, market to to judge yourself against. But I do think if you can get the recruitment right, you can make small. Um, Small kind of differences in it, and and get closer. And and what you're probably looking at clubs like Hearts, can you finish third again? Can you get back into the group stage? And like Celtic, Celtic Rangers haven't been in the Champions League for a few years. No. But, um, Celtic Rangers even longer. Clubs like Club who have qualified with ten points already. Um, they've been in years, been whipping boys, and all of a sudden that they're, they're kind of have built up that experience, that know how to win at that level. And and that's what that's what you're hoping what, what happens in in this country. Seems. Terms of budget and spending
4: power, Rangers and Celtic should be winning everything up here, and they win most things.
3: I mean, they do. Yeah,
4: yeah. They, they do. But listen, just money just doesn't buy you success. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've you've seen in, in some occasions in cup finals yeah. where they've they've been beaten, but they're getting a bit of their own medicine right. now in the Champions League with what they're coming up against. Because you, for instance, you look at the, the triple substitution: Salah, Jota, I don't, and Thiago. I don't that's it's about 200 pound worth of talent 200 million it's
3: easily amazing, and that's it? Yeah. me they could fact, be even more
4: it's more isn't it yeah. probably I
3: know Salah's getting on a bit but my goodness but that's what, what you're up player. against but yeah. then if
4: you, you see Rangers or Celtic playing and mm. say they're playing against a Kilmarnock or whatever they're bringing Rangers and Celtic are bringing on 2 and 3 million pound players and Kilmarnocks in this world yeah. they're bringing on free transfers so could we have a third force in Scotland Tarek you've You've started a good debate here, right?
3: So Newcastle, yes. I mean, they're going to be. A, are they going to be a superpower in five, six I years? I think they
4: will be challenging. Yeah, sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And but he, also, the, they've got a real good manager. Yeah, Eddie yeah, Howe has team, done well. Good players yeah. as well, but they've got a. Um, sure. They have got major spending right. power. So
3: could we have a third force in Scotland? Could could a team emerge with real money behind it and challenge Celtic and Rangers? Could it happen? Hearts have done well. But the Edinburgh Cubs are not going to overtake, are they? They're not going to overtake the big two here.
5: No, but we we've got we've got a, a product that still feels real. Still feels. I mean, these these guys are buying English clubs for everything that comes with it: the yeah. prestige, the marketing, the TV money. If you're buying Hearts or Aberdeen to make them the third, to get them closer to Celtic Rangers, one there's no guarantee because you'd have to really outspend them with, with everything. But um, what what does it get you back? I mean, and, and how many people out there are willing just to throw money away to make a team um, just as successful as another two in, in, a, in a certain country
4: sure who, who was the guy who came in at that was it Romanoff is that right Roman. oh yeah, yeah and the that guy, went belly up he did remember the banker he owned, he, he, owned, owned from, he owned the banks and he did after, uh, allegedly went, Yeah, it did. went yeah.
3: belly up you have to watch but it could it could be interesting wouldn't it if if a third force you need a bummer to come in yeah. Yeah. you'll you well, move you, yeah. you, you yeah. <sighs> good yeah. Tarek, Tarek, Tarek yeah. could you see a third force in Scottish football
9: well, well, I was just going to say that, see, at the end of the day, that's why it's the beautiful game, football. Yeah. Because there's 11 players against 11. And see, the, the, the mix and the balance is right with the 11 players that are on that park. They can beat anybody. It doesn't matter how much money they've spent. But don't get me wrong, it makes it more difficult when these clubs have got a lot, so much money to spend and buy the best of everything, then you're you're playing catch-up. And it definitely will happen. Just like I believe that one day, before my 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 my, my, my lights go out, that <laughs> I I think that like would you call it that Scottish club is going to win the European Club uh, Cup, whether it be right. the Champions League or like I mean, whether it be Celtic or Rangers, mm-hmm. Aberdeen, I would. I I see it happening. You know, that's one mm-hmm. thing I've always been waiting for, and uh, hopefully it'll come around. You know,
3: Tariq. We Wish you'd been around during the week, that'd have been a good team talk. <laughs> I was just thinking there, Barry, yeah. for yeah, could you know, to say that forget about the money, go out there and give everything,
9: yeah. Listen, well, yeah, when you go, oh, sorry, sorry, no, fire, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, i like this, like you know, I've got multiple sclerosis, and when something's in my brain, right. if I don't spit it out straight away, then it gets lost in there, you know. Well, Tarik, yeah, the, the thing I was going to say was that I, I phoned last week and I said yeah. that. Giovanni got the tactics wrong when uh, on the, the game, not this week, but last week. And I say that they, what he really needs to do is it's a battle. Make it a battle, Scotland-England. But he should have played Cholak and Morelos up front. So he's definitely go, got to go for it now with these last two games so we can get something back for the, the you know, the the games are still to come. And also, I just wanted to say that the Celtic manager, Ange, he was exactly right when he was saying... He doesn't believe there's, a, there's a, not much a big gap between the teams. So the, he's the way I've seen the, what he was saying. There's a, he's a couple of players short maybe here or there, but he can challenge definitely, and uh, I believe that's true.
3: Tarek, that's a great way to finish it this week. That's so much sense in there, it's a isn't, bit of it, isn't it? positive? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> instead, instead I of, don't know about that.
4: Oh, it is, Tarek. Yeah, I, I honestly yeah. believe at Celtic. Celtic Park, Rangers mm. at Ibrox on a European night, if they're bang at it, mm. they can get some top results. I do against top clubs, that's just the way. Listen, you need everybody playing at their, their, sure. their, um, yeah. their top level. Um, but it is, it is possible, it's difficult, more difficult away from home. But listen, you've got to believe. See if you don't believe, there's no point in involved. Chuck it. Stephen Barry said a wee while well ago he thinks Celtic will beat, or could
5: beat Shakhtar at home do you think they could yeah well, I don't think if you've watched the first game between the two sides I don't think it would be a stupid thing to think um, but what, what Schachter will have is uh, that chance of qualifying uh, for the next round so there will be a motivation for them to, to come to Glasgow and, and get the result they need because it's a must win for them um, before, before they take on Leipzig and I was going to ask you, Barry,
3: just finally, with Tarek there, is it Cholak and Morelos together for you? yeah I like just to said say, yes. I, I said yeah. to you before the game,
4: that I, I would have liked to have seen that. Um, maybe like a 3-5-2 or a five-three-two, whatever way you want to call it. But listen, Gio went with a certain formation and it did work to a certain extent the first 45 minutes, just the last half hour of the game. And Tarek will agree here. It was... Um, once that third goal went and it was it was getting worrying at, at that stage, but I would like to see it at some mm. stage. Listen, if it's all about opinions, but I think the two of them could play together because they're different type of strikers. And Tarek, before you go, what's your scoreline then, Motherwell Rangers?
9: Oh, well, Motherwell Rangers. I think uh, to be honest uh, that like uh, the the panel was saying earlier on that Motherwell were actually playing uh, quite good but that uh, Stephen Stephen is with it. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, but. Uh, but to be honest, we I think we'll beat them the three three or four one, you know.
3: And you think Celtic will win tomorrow, so it'll stay two points.
9: Well, no, well that's the thing, you know. Like I'm a Rangers fan, you know, and it's not like a, that I don't like Scottish teams to do well. No. But no, I think I've, I've got a funny feeling that you know, like uh, Hibs may get a result tomorrow at Parkhead. I really do believe
3: it. Tarek, thanks very much for joining us this week. Speak to you again in Thank the future. You. Thank you. Really bye good bye caller. Bye. Cheers. Celtic fans won't like that one doesn't matter what we say does it it's uh, the, the weekend uh, good luck at Montrose tomorrow I hope the bus is okay what happened last week no not enough time for it Stephen well, it's a fair trip Oh, it isn't it oh. oh, back from Peterhead yeah thanks very much Stephen see you next week Just good luck tomorrow Barry we're back together on Monday enjoy Cheers, the match of Monday. the weekend uh, Zoe is up next after the news at 7 see you Monday at 5
2: The Go Gordy- Football show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across
1: Scotland. Let's go.
0: There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire
1: from one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail.
0: Macklin Motors Toyota opens this October in Hamilton.
1: We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service.
0: So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty.
1: Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV.
0: See our great choice of approved used Toyotas.
1: Our formidable range of commercial vehicles including the Hilux.
0: Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians
1: and advice from our Motability team.
0: Macklin Motors Toyota opens Monday, October the 17th
1: at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.